Hello? YB! How's it going? Welcome to the quarantine cast, my friend. Oh my god, I'm so excited. <laughs> Where are you coming from, man? Tucson. All right, sorry. Uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Arizona. My dude's been quarantined so long, he don't even know where he is. Fuck. I've been, I've been uh, quarantined for so long. Uh, <laughs> how, many days, how many days quadrupled. have you actually been ad- adhering to this quarantine? I actually went to work today. I literally <laughs> just got back. <laughs> and that's, <laughs> that's why I, got, I saw your text like so late. And I was like, oh, it's in 20 minutes. And I was like, oh. All right, all right. Let me let me get ready. Give me some water. Get some water. Clear my throat. Get ready, dude. No, it's perfect. I just got off one. I just got off another call. I just did two calls. So, um, shit, man. Tell us a little bit about yourself. This is our first time meeting, by the way, for everybody. Um, uh, I just, it's uh, it's dope. <laughs> um, wait, were you on uh Derek's call on Sunday? Yeah, I was on the call, and then I was in the business conference as well in Vegas. I thought you looked familiar, bro. Yeah, dude, we all look alike, but I have uh, <laughs> I have I have some more specific features. <laughs> He's like, dude, I'm not Young Ching. Fuck off. <laughs> you spoke to that guy too? Yeah, I know Young Ching, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> all right, what do you want to know? <laughs> yeah, dude. So just tell us what you're up to. What are you working on? Yeah, man. So right now I'm a account manager in the healthcare staffing industry, and Ooh. so like. Everyone's like, "Oh, what is this?" Yeah. So, what the fuck? I'm. I literally just fell asleep for a second. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so healthcare staffing. Um, it's pretty interesting. Jesus it's a. Uh, there's an inefficiency in the system right now for healthcare providers. If you have a, if you have a hospital in the middle of nowhere in like Montana or like West Virginia or like oh, middle of Alaska. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I remember you telling me about this. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you fell asleep the first time too. <laughs> I keep going. Anyways, so it's it's hard to it's hard to find talent anywhere in the wilderness, and so there's still gonna be patients. There's still gonna be, and these patients still have insurance, and they pay premiums. And these hospitals in the middle of nowhere, they want these like very specialized providers, whether it's like the interventional cardiologist, a neurosurgeon, a gastro surgeon or like any an orthopedic surgeon any any type of these very specialized providers it's very hard to find and recruit for them permanently and so what we do is we we have a pool of providers that only travel they love traveling they go from assignment to assignment and so when these hospitals they have these in coverage that they need these providers to fill mm-hmm. they pretty much just call us and then we we charge them like 100%, 200% markup, what the market rate is. So if a neurosurgeon gets paid a salary, like $500,000 a year, mm-hmm. we charge him like a million dollars. Damn, bro. I don't know if you're supposed to say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. No, I'm, knows, I'm kidding. I'm everyone kidding. knows where our market is. no secret. But, yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're sharks. 100% yeah, no, I mean, I'm sure it's no secret. Well, and I mean, how the fuck are you going to get a, a, you know, a brain surgeon to, to want to live and work in some bumfuck nowhere hospital? I mean, you can't, you know, they can't, you can't find them, talent. So I'm, yeah. yeah, they're going to have to pay him more. I mean, it makes fucking sense, man. That's very interesting, man. I mean, that, you know, that's one of those, I'm sure it, it started, it's, it's some kind of fucking platform, right? Uh, it started in Utah, actually. And because in Utah, um, it's very rural and it's 
very uh there's a very tight tight rural mormon community and that's where the industry yeah. started and then as wow the as the growth of inside sales became more and more i guess uh when inside sales started growing um when we can reach these providers hospitals and reach these providers uh-huh. uh faster with the with the mention of let's say the internet with DocuSign, we're able to create these contracts where, and it's literally just like a multi-billion dollar industry now. And you have like hundreds of agencies competing for business. And it's, it became very oversaturated very quickly because it's so I bet, man. I mean, as soon as, you know, a good, you know, you find a good thing, right? I mean, as you know, seldom are you the only one to have that idea. And then, you know, yeah, all you need is just, all you need is one deal and you can kick your feet up for the rest of the year and make six figure income. And that's this industry because like, you're... As, like, like you can do that. Yeah. So imagine how much a doctor is making. Uh-huh. We make like our commission is about a quarter of that divided by oh, two. Oh, I get it. So and yeah, so, you mark them up a hundred percent. You get, you get a cut 25, right? Got exactly. It, got it. Yeah, dude. No. Hey, dude, Matt, respect, man. I think that is a super interesting little fucking way of, uh, of finding your place dude i mean that's just like one man i mean that's just like one of those things like it's like a glitch in the market like you're saying oh yeah like it's just it's like this like little inefficiency it's a fucking glitch and uh you're out there where are you living now so i'm in scottsdale arizona okay i've been to scottsdale that's dope hell yeah you ever you ever go fucking party at the w up there the w old town yeah Old Town, baby. Oh, yeah, God. bro. That shit, that dude, they fucking they shut everything down in Old Town. <laughs> oh, fuck. I bet, dude. Yeah, bro. That's a weird... Bro, that is fucking weird. Like, the other... Like, so I think it was Saturday. Uh-huh. I just fucking slept, like, all day. And I woke up just, like, just, like, with the urge to go out. Like, my body was just like, okay, we're going out now. Yeah. Right? And it's like, it wasn't even that fucking late. But, um, dude uh i went and i had an uber i just got i was like dude just drive me downtown i want to see if fucking anything is open yeah and nothing bro fucking nothing. ghost town bro go and bro i live in fucking uf gainesville florida dude like yeah shit ass loads of college students everywhere always you can't go to fucking nowhere without seeing a yoga butt dude and (laughs) nothing fucking nothing no yoga butts dude i was like what the fuck is happening dude like this yeah, is this fucking is, weird bro. this is unprecedented like yeah th- I, this scale, has never happened in my lifetime the scale of this like this hysteria this is unprecedented and like how people yeah no i mean it, it really is hysteria you know but it's like you know you heard Derek say the other day on the sunday call i mean it's like a dream come true dude yeah literally a dream come true bro one of my traders that i trained today made 570 dollars in one fucking hour holy shit Nice. I mean, what, you know, what, for pressing two buttons, you know, what, I mean, crazy. Uh, so he, I trained him as a scalp trader. He was nice. an option <laughs> trader. He came to me and he, he was like, Philip, I Ooh, fucking dude, lost $8,000 in one trade. Dude, you, you know? don't, you I don't, mean, you don't want to fuck with options right now with the, with the fucking IV right what? now. No, dude. Well, I mean, bro, like, I mean, dude, if, if you literally shorted anything right now, you'd make money. I mean, I don't know yeah. how the fuck you could fuck that up. So, I mean, bro, I don't give a damn. I'm, yeah, bro. I mean, if you know what a fucking short is, I mean, you're good, right? Yeah, so, short, like, buy a put. 
by uh bro that's what i'm saying man like so yeah man in in the span of like 11 trades and one hour dude homeboy made 570 dollars one of my one of my first clients dude that dude's been with me for uh months and months and months man and nice. uh he's a software engineer and so yeah dude so like that's my whole thing man is like nice. i'm teach- i'm like bro like i already love what i'm doing but the fact that like there it bro we've seen no change in the amount of mar- opportunity in the market if anything if anything more 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 yeah like a, yeah, a trader a trader lives and dies by volatility this is literally the best time right now to trade that's what i'm fucking saying dude so that's what i'm and th- so that's why i literally and so not only that but i was like dude like not everybody is gonna want to learn to trade for me so that's when i like opened up the option for i was like dude look i mean bro do you know how many fucking calls i've gotten like oh man i fucking lost <laughs> my account blah, 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 right you're gonna lose you know but like, like, you're but starting like out, not, you are not everybody lose. yeah right not everybody wants to learn to trade so i was like yo anybody that refers one of these fuckers to me that lost after accounts right yeah um you know 10 percent. like dude 10 I, fucking I don't know a single trader who hasn't like blown up their account or like had significant losses like early on in their trading career oh yeah everybody and I'm, does, I'm like everybody reading does. i'm reading about like all these like hedge fund managers these like very famous traders everyone everyone has setbacks it's yep it's, yeah everybody has setbacks but i mean just in this time for but like so my whole thing was like i'm trying to give just the regular ass person, right? Yeah. Who who is sitting on the couch eating ice cream, drinking wine right now? Yeah. Okay. Those people that are really fucked, they're fucked, dude. Okay. They don't have six mentors like I do. Okay. Yeah. And, and three online businesses I can run from home that all do better in recessions, right? Yeah. I'm trying to give those fucking people even the chance to refer somebody over to me. For fucking ten percent. So like my my shit, it, you know, it's a three month thing. You know, there's a bunch of details to do it. But the point is, you know, it's it's five grand. They do it all at once, pay up front. Uh-huh. So that's a five hundred dollar check to them right there. And then if they finance it, it's two thousand dollars a month for three months, six grand, and that's a two hundred dollar a month check for three months. Yeah, you need. So I mean, like, this, everybody's winning in this game. You need mentors. Like, you need somebody to learn from. It's oh my god, like, dude! It's, you you pay the front, you pay the you pay the fees up front, and you learn. Like you, you know how uh, have you read the book like Mastery, like the ten thousand hours and like, oh, dude, I've listened to that Robert Green book like three fucking times. Dude, like you don't need ten thousand hours. Like he's like, like when he says that, like ten thousand hours, like he's being humble. If you have like a men, good mentor, like that, you can definitely cut that curve by half at least. Oh, at least. Dude, bro. Like, here, bro, I saw this really interesting uh, TED Talks video. Um, the dude, his whole thing was, you can learn anything in 20 hours. Yeah, be, uh, be uh, like above average in competency. Yeah, exactly, right? Like, you might not be, you're probably not going to be mastery level. Yeah. Right. But I think, yeah, I think that's what his point was. And funny enough, now that I think of it, that's actually about like exactly how much material I put my students through is 20 hours, 20 hours of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like in trading, like 20, 20 hours, you can, you, you can learn enough to identify like what to focus on. And just like these, these are things you have to focus on. These are, and you do scap, right? You just leave, you read the level two all day. And yeah, for uh, what you trade 20 minutes once the market opens. Yep. The surge in volume. Yeah. The, like these are the yep. things you have to focus on. These are the things you have to focus on pre-market. 
and yep. from the from the pre-market seeing like this is what's happening and then and do you trade do you like look for institutional money or or you have a system that you um not really not so not necessarily um but no yeah that is exactly it man it's like dude every so in month one i don't even let them like watch what i'm doing yeah. right i i just put i put this shit in their head and i i don't um you know i have them listen to this one specific certain audiobook written by one of the godfathers of fucking trading and it's all about how to think about trading psychologically uh-huh. right because it, it, it's 90 percent fucking psychological and every single one of these fucks dude has been able to come in day one minute one on month two when i allowed them when i when i forced them to go through the sim yeah they all come in knowing exactly how to take a green trade and they almost always have a green day for their first day. Yeah. What, what is the book? Uh, That's that's part of the fucking (laughs) proprietary information, sir. Nice. So, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'll tell you fucking after the call. Okay. But, um, yeah, man, it's a, uh, uh, it's very interesting, man. And that, you know, and then I, of course I get the guys who are like, oh, I don't need to go through the sim. That's not real. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, they're like, I have money to lose. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly why you're going to lose the money. Cause you think you have money to lose. So like, but, do you, so right? do your students, uh, do they have like prior trading experience or like, how do they, how do they, how do they find out about no, you? No, dude, I got, I got high schooler people fresh out of high school doing this. I got servers doing this. Who else I got? I mean, I got, and then I, you know, I do have like, you know, the, the PhD student, the engineering student, the fucking software engineer. Yeah. Right. I have people like that, but the, 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 the most best thing is for when people just fucking have no trading experience. Yeah. So it's like the less I have to like go in there and like rewire. And well, that's the good thing about trading is like, you don't need to be a quant. You don't need to have a PhD. Like you just need no. to be good at guessing oh. like, is it going up? Is it going down? When, and like you have to look at, I don't know what indicators you use, but uh, conversions, divergence, trend trading. Right, dude. I mean, there, there's like a list of like six to 12 things that we yeah. look for. And then, bro, like my, bro, like I took a four second trade time. Uh, like, you know what I'm saying? Like just in and out, done, get green, get away for the day. Yeah. I actually miss, I miss those things a lot because. Cause uh, I used to scalp a lot during uh, my crypto days. Dude, like, what? You're a you're a fellow scalp. I, I scalp the fucking cryptocurrency market. <laughs> He's, I scalp. I scalp, bro. <laughs> Dude, come on did board, you, uh, man. Did come you ever? Board, uh, did you ever uh, play crypto? Like back in 2000, like no, 2017. dude, I, this was this, yeah, no, this was this is after uh, crypto okay. happened. Yeah. Oh my god, dude, the crypto market is insane. Like imagine, oh, imagine sure. the twenty minute opportunities, right? Like when the market opened, oh, like the volume is like that twenty four seven, not like twenty four seven, but like yeah. actually twenty four seven. I would just sit there and just trade for like twenty four hour sessions. Yeah, and I believe it, because man. I mean, I don't know why you would, you know, when the opportunity, when the opportunity is there, the volatility is there, the opportunity is there, the volume is there, and like you have people just constantly buying and just trading, and the things are going. The volatilities it goes like it's like twenty percent rallies, ten percent uh, declines, and then it like the the pattern. Uh, I, f- I forgot what it's called. It's a it's like a spiral pattern where it like converges into the middle. You have a high and then a low, and then you have a lower high, and then. Oh, I mean, you mean like a flag pattern? Like a flag pattern, yeah, a flag pattern. And that that yeah, pattern is pattern. so prominent. It's so easy to trade. 
Oh, dude, yeah. I mean, that literally like is like every chart, every, any chart that's being traded. Ba- I mean, it, it basically if if everybody in the market's not retarded, <laughs> okay, we're gonna make it a goddamn flag yeah. pattern. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it, it's just like there's no fundamentals in this market. It's like, well, fundamentally, every coin is worth shit, and so it's all technical analysis. And I think that was the best training ground I've gotten when I was trading. Crypto. I'm sure, bro. I mean, I'm fucking sure. I mean, that that's amazing, man. I mean, it sounds like you know a lot about that, dude. So, you know, I mean, with the, you know, with the, you know, with the bubble popping in crypto, yeah. right, and everything taking a fat shit, and then basically, you know, that all that money like left that market. I mean, to my knowledge, as far as I know, I don't, I don't really follow crypto, what it's doing now, but um i mean we're just in the small cap u.s That's market good. man yeah. you know i mean it's safe yeah Very bro safe. i mean right like you, you can buy an ass load of shares yeah. right i mean how many fucking shares of a two dollar stock can yeah. you buy right uh, and pl- you know plus your broker gives you 4x margin and then up to 6x yep. right so i mean you can just buy an ass load of small cap shares and you know what i teach my students is i mean bro if you if you catch 10 cents on a thousand shares it's a hundred dollars yeah. okay like you d- right, and so I teach them to do that just day uh-huh. in day out, and stocks move dollars yeah, every what, day. Like one of the issues so, with small caps is there's often a liquidity issue. But if you if you only trade in the opening and the and the closing, there you don't have that issue. Like rarely would you have that issue. Exactly right. You want to have at least five hundred thousand shares of volume on the day, up to a million. You could, right. I mean, yeah, you don't want to get fucking st- bro. Yeah, yeah, you do not. If they fucking start grinding, grinding right? you got to get the fuck out. Yeah, exactly, bro. I mean, it's breakout yeah. or bailout yeah. all the way, dude. There, there, there is no like hold and hope. Like, wait for the bigger move. Like, fuck all that, dude. Like, the best trades working. Like the one I took today, four seconds, bro. In out, it fucking worked uh-huh. immediately. Nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, dude. So I mean, <laughs> dude, you sound like you would be like the fucking like a, a star fucking player here, man. You could, Join the traveling uh, trader, dude. I uh, I got out of it. <laughs> I <laughs> why why did you get out of it, dude? Were you did you were you were you snorting blow off of hookers and no? It's because I cashed. <laughs> what out. were you doing, so, uh, bro? So I was doing crypto and I made a shit ton of money. I only did it for like three yeah. months and I started with a uh, six hundred dollars. Huh. I was broke ass college student, and then uh, I stayed at December, January. So December, that whole month of December, I took a winter break. I just traded through that, and then the end of December was when the bubble popped, and then all the way down, I made even more money. December, January, February, and then March, the volume volume dried up, the volatility dried up, and I cashed out, and I cashed yep. out with like $6,000, uh, all within three months. And, and that was yeah, when, man. I mean, bro, that's it, money in the it, pocket, dude. Just for fucking pressing, pressing a couple, a couple buttons, lines. dude. And that, keep in mind, like, I didn't know, I didn't know how to fucking trade back then. And within three months, <laughs> yeah, within three months, I, I mean, like ten x, easy, easily ten x. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah, that that's bro. I, yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. I think my my trader that uh, grew his account five hundred percent, or sorry, five hundred some dollars. I think that. I mean, I think he did that with like maybe probably a little bit under three grand in his Oh my account. god, nice. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, That's what the, I'm saying. The opportunities there right now with this market, dude. I mean, in that, I mean, I, you know, I don't want to say that's, you know, the opportunity is there every day. Can you seize it? Is <laughs> yeah, you need to. You need to be able to recognize these opportunities, identify these opportunities, and like you have, you gotta have the balls 
to actually execute these trades. And yeah. you can't you can't be a pussy. You got to be a robot. You gotta you gotta be cold. Yeah, no, that's a good way to put it. And that takes me to uh, have you read the book? I, I'm curious. Have you read the book, the Zurich Axiom? The Zurich the Axiom, and it's no, a book written that? by uh, Swiss bankers. It's a very old book, and it's a book mm. by, about like risk management that I read a long time ago. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. it's pretty interesting because like when you do scalp trades. Um, you often go like you do, do. You do leverage. Do you leverage your positions? Yeah. Yeah. Like it, yeah. Like margin. Yeah. I I never got to trade yeah, uh, yeah. margins when I was doing crypto because mm. the volatility was always there, and I was doing like two percent, three percent incremental, very incremental gains, and then like day by day, it's always like twenty percent gains, thirty percent gains, but I never had a losing day, and. I don't know. I think I guess it's. I think for trading, it's all temperaments. Risk management is. I think it's a temperament for, for many. That's a really good way to put it. Yes. And yeah, check out the book, the Zurich Axiom. I think to this day, I've read a lot of like risk management books, like systematized, like that black boxes, like systematized trading, and like all these books tell you about like risk management. I think. The Zurich Axiom is one of the best ones I've read on like how to think about risk management. That's super interesting, man. Thanks for sharing that, bro. Because I, I will, I, I'll add that to the reading list for my students, man. And um, yeah, man. I mean, if you you know if you've never had the opportunity to trade with Mark, <laughs> you know the the specific broker that we go with, yeah. dog, like four x margin, right? So if you have a thousand dollars, right? I I make all of my students start with uh-huh. only a thousand dollars. Yeah. Right. Like I'm, I'm going to make you build a small account properly. So, you know, you have, a, you know, you have $4,000 buying power and then over $2,500 in your ca- yeah. in your account, you get six X margin. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> no, dude. I mean, you know, yeah. it's just fucking, I mean, it's basically, you know, what do you, what do you put down on, on a mortgage? Right. You know, 25%. So, I mean, it's kind of that same sort of, sort of thing, right? Like the other day, like, I did a little small account challenge uh, not long ago and uh, fucking, you know, I put a thousand bucks in there and I grew it by $500, yeah. uh-huh. right? In one day. Like, you know, so I mean, it's just, you know, that's the kind of shit that you can do. And um, shit, man. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just fun, dude. It's, it's fun. just a fun way fun. to start your day. Yeah. Trading. Oh, I, I miss, I always miss trading. Now I do like long term trades and like it's not the same. It's not the same as like waking up. And just fucking, oh, no. <laughs> and just fucking staring at the, the the order book, staring at the level twos, oh, and just like God. going like all in on the trade, and and then like you see an opportunity, you go all in. That's like every trade back when I was doing crypto, and it. Yeah, man, it's a new gunslinging <laughs> boy. <laughs> oh shit! Yo, have you done any yeah, boot camp? Yeah, I uh, did the one in New York. Wait, I did one in New York. The one last last month? Uh, no, it was not last month. Yeah, dude, I did one with Derek in uh, back like early October, right before the first New York business conference. Yeah, no, mine was literally like a month ago. Like on that's what's up, dude. Dude, It was so good. It was so cool. Uh, but it was so cold. Like, holy shit, (laughs) dude. (laughs) 
Fuck Dude, I, I almost, I, so I got tossed. Uh, I got bounced at the door because I, uh, dude, I was, oh, dude, I was being an that's asshole awesome. to the bouncer because yeah. it was so cold. And I'm, I'm in fucking Arizona, and I'm literally in like a t-shirt, right? <laughs> I know, I know, ev- everywhere else in the U.S., everyone's wearing like a, like a jacket right now, at least. And I'm in a, I'm in a t-shirt because I'm in Arizona. <laughs> and so I was in New York. Yeah. And we're all standing in line. We're in the, we're on the peasant line. Usually, I skip the line here. I skip the line always. <laughs> And <laughs> I have to buy a ticket too. Uh, in Arizona, you don't have to, you don't have to buy a ticket. You don't have to pay for cover. And yeah, so it was. So we're like waiting in line, and then I I went up to the bouncer, and then he like looked at my ID, and and I said something to him. I don't remember at this time. <laughs> what did you say, bro? I I to fucking know what you said. To I said something man. to him. Pissed you off. know what you Dude, said, bro? What did you say? Off. And and he was like, "All right, come here, come here, come here." And then he like guided me to like the end of the rope, and then he closed the rope. He closed the boat rope, and he's like, "All right, you're done. Have a have a good night." <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck!" On on What did you do, you camp, poor bastard? What did you do? And then I had to talk my way back in. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ, bro. <laughs> Oh, damn it, YB. The fuck is wrong with you, man? Fucked up. <laughs> That's some shit I would do too, bro. Like, I, bro, I. Oh my god, I'm. I yeah, I yeah. can be a retard. I was a, I was a retard. Sure. Don't be a retard. <laughs> <laughs> Never go full. Because it was so cold. It was. Do you remember where it was? Is it, it was like Marquee, Marquee or some shit? Where'd you go? Yeah, do you remember, the, do you remember the, like, yeah, the short fuck, guy that's like always in front, like shaking hands and shit no, like that? Fucking no. Nah, I, I had to like I had to convince no. that guy to let me in. Like the bouncers were not having oh, it. Well. Jesus Christ, man. Well, I got in. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, bro. You know what, what fucked my head up, dude? You wanna hear some shit, bro? So like on the first boot camp I do with Derek right in Vegas, bro. Like, bro, I hadn't been going out at all, dude. I was I was in fucking quarantine mode working on my yeah. businesses. Okay. Had not been going out, but I had I had gone out a lot like previous to that. And um, so I I fucking I go waltz into fucking boot camp, fucking I uh, you know, we're in the circle and um I start talking, like, I say a bunch of shit that, like, like, Derek's dad was a cocaine dealer, like, my dad was a cocaine dealer at one point, yeah. like, a bunch of fucking, just a bunch of shit, man. And then I mentioned to him that, like, I smoked a lot of weed. Because at the time, I did, bro. I was smoking, like, a quarter pound a month. I mean, like, I, I don't know, dude. I thought I was Snoop Dogg uh-huh. or something. I don't know. I was smoking a bunch of weed, and I, and, and, and I told him. I was like, yeah, dude. I was like, I just kind of smoke weed all day. It just kind of keeps me going. I smoke weed to keep right. going. Is what I said to him, and bef- he j- he just goes next. He just goes yeah 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 no next uh, fucking no, no. <laughs> yeah right yeah. like that like imagine right like that's like he has to like pick one in this because this literally happened in our in our circle too. He picked like one guy and he he's fucking yep. rape the shit out of him. Yes. Yeah, because like, like everyone, okay, everyone's like okay, smiling, motherfucker. like initially everyone's and smiling, so- and then like he's just fucking he finds some 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 poor <laughs> schmuck, and he's just fucking <laughs> rates the shit out of him, and then everyone's just like serious <laughs> from that point on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
that's such a, that's exactly what happened bro that's exactly what happened so we get we get out of there right at lady shit yeah. it's like yeah. two right we're going to fucking excess and baby we walk out we all get out on the street right he, he's like still up in the room and i go really guys this is where we draw the fucking line our sex cult is fucking <laughs> weed like are you fucking serious like i literally i just like couldn't believe it i was i was just like so taken back i was like what the fuck dude like i was so weird out and then i go pull this fine ass russian bitch dude fucking fifty six thousand followers shit. on the gram dude just bang her brains out dude like like a fucking like a woman bro. yeah like, <laughs> these, like little girls dude like a like like a married woman bro like would like like rich married woman like wouldn't let me buy her uber uh, fucking yeah, woman yeah. right and so you know i come back in the next night with that story right I like fucking shit on. I was like, yeah, motherfucker. Who even pulled? Did you all even see me in the club? No. I left in 20 fucking minutes. Right? Like, I'll just fucking yeah. arrogant to the motherfucker, right? And then, uh, you know, and, and then I let Derek know, dude. I was like, dude, I smoke weed like that because I made a deal with myself that I'll never do hard drugs or drink alcohol again if I can just smoke fucking weed. And that was the fucking deal I had with myself. And it worked. And he was like, oh. You know what? I have the same thing. <laughs> French fries. Everything else is great. <laughs> He's like, are you fucking serious, bro? Are you fucking serious, Derek? He's like, French yeah, fries. fucking French fries. That's why you're so fucking fat. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And fucking, so I don't know, dude. You know, it was like this, that, you know, kind of him, ha, mer, 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 you know, back and forth. You know, okay, we go out again, right? Second night, go out. And I'm just, you know, I'm doing my thing, opening, you know, nothing, nothing's like really like hitting, yeah. right? Nothing's really like hitting. And do you know that one fucking, he's a blue belt in jujitsu, you know, big ass fucking white dude, bald head. I forget his fucking name. For I thought you were the jujitsu um, guy. Do you know who I'm talking about? I am this a jujitsu guy, but this is another jujitsu guy. No, I don't know that one. Yeah. I don't know. I, for, I forget his fucking name. I've seen him so many times. I feel terrible. But uh, <laughs> fucking... Uh, I go up, talk to him, and like kind of prepare, and he's like, I don't even remember what the fuck he said to me, but he was like, that one, <laughs> go, right? <laughs> it's this like four foot Asian girl with just fucking hits <laughs> like you've never seen, bro. Just like, okay. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you've ever been in excess, but like yeah, on yeah, the outside yeah. part, like you know? Fountain, like, like, yeah, that, yeah, like the pond. yeah, yeah, there's that yeah, yeah. big ass fountain, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's like this fucking pond thing, dude. And, like, I just put my arm around her, dude. We took one lap around the pond, and that was it. Boy, I pulled that one shit. Lap. Dude, right? I feel like Quit Vegas dog. is a better city for boot camp than New York. Oh, my oh, God. for sure, dude. For sure. <laughs> and so that happened. And then the next night, I came, you know, came back, told the fucking story. Fuck, I was, like, the, I, was, I was the only dude there that pulled both nights. And Derek looked at me. He goes, you know, dude, I see what you're doing here. You don't need my help with game. Come talk to me about business. And right now, I was like, <laughs> I was like, damn. Like, you know, it's like one of those memes where it's like the fucking rat was like, bah! right? I was like, damn, bro. I just had like the number one highest paid dating coach in all of fucking history tell me I, he, ain't, he ain't worried about Fuck. my game at all. Yeah, like, damn. Dude. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Uh, but bro, like I don't, bro, I don't, I don't remember hate or like the, the highs or the lows. People talk shit or, or accolades or whatever. But like, that's a compliment. I'm yeah, gonna remember. He, for he gives out compliments for like, sure, rarely. Or... Yeah, bro. Yeah. Derek doesn't give you fucking compliments. He, he doesn't say, "Yeah, you don't need my help with Dane." 
Like, bro. Damn. Yeah. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's some crazy shit, right? So, any goddamn way, <laughs> that's fucking... Oh, uh, that was Vegas. Dude, game. New York yeah. was a sausage fest. Yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, dude. You rolled that I one know. too. I know uh, how to go. Where'd you go? Like Marquee, and then. Uh... Well, I mean, I, I've se- I've seen a sausage fest. Oh my camp. god! We'll just put like it both way. nights, both nights, like yeah. one. All right, uh, yeah, one kid Oof. told out of like twenty. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, unfortunate. But. um yeah, I don't know what it was, dude. On the first, I had, I don't know what it was. First girl on the first boot camp in Miami, fucking sixteen thousand followers, bro. It was really weird. Like for a while, like every girl I banged just had more followers than it's the last like one. A, like it was just super like weird. An escalator, <laughs> bro. Like the, the universe <laughs> is just fucking with you, dude. Yeah, bro. Fucking universe, Jeez. dude. <laughs> so like, uh, yeah, man. What else, man? Talk about trading, jobs, trading, game. What else? Quarantine. Corn. Quarantine. So what? What? What have you been? What oh, have you been doing fuck. in quarantine? I've been uh, man? fucking researching. Work. Have you tried to like go out? Have you tried to like go to the park or, nah. or like game bitches at Dude, Target? Dude, like, like there's only old ladies <laughs> in Target. Like poor. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> there's nothing. Dude, I, I went to the, so like I I got off work work one day and then I went literally went to like five different stores to get uh, beans because I like my diet is just, like. Beans, rice, and vegetables, and like bell pepper, broccoli, and like shit like that. Okay, I got you. And I can't fucking find beans because I was I was out of beans. I, wings. I went to like five different stores, and yeah, I'm I was like noticing like the type of people there. It's all just like lower income, <laughs> <laughs> like the people who hoard groceries. <laughs> you see their cart? Just a hoarders. They have hoarders. like they, they always have a couple things like pasta. Baby formula, <laughs> toilet paper if there's any luck, and like a bunch of fucking junk food and soda. Jesus Christ, man! No, dude, honestly, I like. I mean, it's fucked up, dude. But like, I mean, you know, like what, bro? I didn't fucking make this shit happen, but like the fact that it's it's wiping out the the elderly yeah. and weak. Okay, I mean, well, you know, they were gonna die anyway. Yeah. All right, <laughs> a little bit of a drain so, on the system. So relief on our Just pension saying. system too. You know? Relief on our tax. A little bit uh, on our healthcare you know, system. I mean, look. Oh, that's that's the other thing I was researching on. Yeah. Um, I mean. Yeah, dude. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm not for it <laughs> any more than the next guy. But uh, you're what? You know, uh, yeah, so what about your research? Re- so I'm in the healthcare industry, and so I was looking into like the major health systems, and so one thing that's going on right now is this is a like two month to three month play in the market and so i'm in healthcare staffing and today um so our company just laid off like 150 employees these are these are these Whoa, are reps and recruiters what? dude we should have started, <laughs> started the quarantine cast with that that's fucking terrible yeah, anyways and it's, it's not just us it's every single um every single agency that's like our competitor. And I don't think that the market has priced that in yet. And the reason why is, so our, so like these agencies, we focus on like pretty much every single specialty 
that a hospital has to offer from anywhere from like a senior level. So these are the doctors, the surgeons to the mid levels. And these are like the, the NPs, the PAs, so nurse practitioners, physicians, assistants, the lab, the techs, the whatever it is, mid levels. And then the lower levels, which are like the RNs. There's like multiple levels to staffs. And what's happening to pretty much all the, all the hospitals are, what they're doing is they're closing down all of their elective surge or their elective specialties. Any anything that they have scheduled, so like huh. an orthopedic surgery, anything that's non-emergency, anything that's elective, uh. they're canceling the next like three to eight weeks worth of these surgeries and these cases. Holy. And they're just like diverging, they're funneling all of their staff into the ER, into ER, primary care, and like hospitalists. So these are hospitals, which is like right. intensive care, critical, uh, pulmonary, that type of thing. And well, and I, these agencies, uh, these staffing agencies, like most, like we only, we don't get like 10% of our business comes from like primary care. And then like 10% comes from okay. ho- hospitals. If we even, if we're in the, even in the market and, but like most of our money comes uh-huh. from like, the specialties like gastro, GI, um, like the NICU, like placing neonatal NPs, placing Pete's hospital, placing interventional cardiologists, these like very specialized providers that get billed like $5,000, $6,000 a day. And so I was speaking to one of my clients today and he was telling me that the hospital has pretty much just canceled all of their elective cases and they're funneling everything into the ER. And the ER makes around like 50% of the patient volume. And right now the ER is Uh around 90% of the business. And so these hospitals are losing out on a lot of revenue. Oh shit, it's bad. Even Even the hospitals are losing revenue in this crisis. And I don't think that, I don't think that this is priced in right now because like, I don't think people, I don't think like these analysts have a fundamental understanding of what the hospitals are doing to counteract this crisis. No, I mean, I'm sure they don't, man. I mean, you know, you're like, you know, you're in yeah. this shit, dude. Like, you see this shit, right? Like, I mean, you just told me what you <laughs> yeah, told so me. Yeah, so like That's two weeks ago, crazy. we were thinking that this crisis would help our industry as a whole, like all the hospitals. We, th- wow. we thought that all the hospitals wow. would be getting a lot of patient, a lot of patient volume. We're going to bill a lot of insurance, insurance a lot, and we're going to, and hospitals are going to profit off of this. But what instead happened is the hospitals are, they're closing down a lot of their departments, like in neurology, urology, nephrology, like all the bullshit, all the specialty clinics. And they're, and they're moving their staff into the ER. They're funneling all of their staff. And so they're like, they have no issues with short staff right now. They don't have they don't have a single issue with staff. They don't have a single staffing issue right now. Right, but it's like the re- the profitability. Revenue. Yeah, they're revenue. losing out on revenue. There's That's a backlog fun. of schedules right now, or there's a backlog of patients right now, and wow. all pretty much all the other specialties. So the business is going to be in the back end, right after all of this is finished. But I don't think the pr- the market is pricing that in right now. So that's what I've been working on. So. So when you say the market's not pricing that in, who like what do you mean like like who like what fund or stock? Yeah, so or, I'll like, give you some examples. 
um, of two that are public, publicly okay. traded right now that are staffing agencies. The first one is AMN okay. Healthcare, the ticker is literally AMN. Mm-hmm. And then the other one yeah. is cross-country staffing. Mm-hmm. And these, and like these companies, like our com- people, like companies in our industry, we're losing at least 70% of our revenue <laughs> the past three months. You say 70? 70%. 70 or 17? 17, 17, 70. 17. And it's okay. because, okay. and it's because, or uh, I, I meant like 70% as of like right now, what we have. And then okay. like minus 70% of that. It's because a lot of our providers are getting canceled. They're getting 30 day. So in these contracts, in the contracts of staffing, there's a clause, yeah. like a 30 day clause where if you give a 30 day notice, that provider has to be out of here. And so a lot of these providers are getting canceled right now. And the longer this goes on, the longer we're going to lose revenue. Wait, you mean and, like like you guys, like like your position would be canceled? No, no, no like the, these providers that we're placing in these hospitals. Because we have providers working in some hospitals right now. And they're getting canceled. Like these assignments are being canceled. What do you mean like physician? Oh, like your physician that yeah, you my got to go work? Yeah, okay. my CRNAs, my, my providers. Jesus Christ. And that's, and that's why that literally is so far. Yeah, literally today, like we laid off about 25% of our company. Oh my God. And Bro, it's not just us, it's that... every single staffing agency out, every single healthcare what? staffing agency out there. And people are pricing in that this crisis is actually helping. Um, so, like two weeks or three weeks ago, we thought that the corona is going to help us out. Yeah. And like, it's like a complete 180. It actually fucking backfired because we're not getting any business right now. Holy. I mean, that, dude, that is just a mind fuck if I have ever heard one, dude. Like, yeah. Like, that's fucking me up right like now. Like, by, dude. like, you, because you would think, right? Like, you would think among a, a medical pandemic. Yeah. That the fucking medical professionals would be okay. And they're not. They're not. Bro. That is. Super fucked. Oh my god. They're not because other like ER is probably the least profitable department in an entire right, hospital. Right. There there's like other ones. But like Jeez. like an interventional cardiology, like intervent like intensive cardiology brings in around three uh-huh. million dollars in revenue for a hospital uh-huh. a year. ER, even though ER is responsible for around forty to fifty percent of patient vo- of a hospital's patient volume. The margin is like seven to eight percent profit margin Oof. compared to like an, an, an interventional cardiologist that's paid around half a million dollars a year. Right. And then, but they bring in around three million dollars in revenue. And then there's like other costs, the surgery room, and then like the medical equipment, the EMR uh. systems, and all of that that's factored in. But like the most profitable. Specialties are like neurology, cardiology, gastroenterology, and like these like very specialized cases, these surgery rooms, these clinics, the specialty clinics. That's where the, that's where the money, right. that's where the revenue of a hospital comes in, and these are being shut down, and so this is where the opportunity is, the next three months. What What do you mean by that? Put options. Yeah, um, I mean, you're just probably, shorting the shit out of, you know, maybe those yeah. two things you may have mentioned. Yeah. But like, yeah, 
Okay. Healthcare well, staffing and hospitals, like health systems. So, like the fucking in the health industry as a whole. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, like it had. I mean, like you said, I mean that literally just happened today, right? The twenty five percent layoff. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, that's just. I mean, like you know, the that's like, obviously not reflected in prices yet. I don't think it has because, like, oh, of course not. Because every single company is like it's been it's been falling because the market as a whole is falling, but I don't think that's yeah. priced in yet. Oh no, yet. not at all. Because like you said, I mean, bro, ask you know twenty five people just out there. I mean, bro, if you would asked me five minutes ago, hey man, how do you think the fucking healthcare stocks are gonna perform? I'd be like, <laughs> probably pretty good. Probably pretty wow, good. Yeah. dude, that's fucked, man. I feel just. I mean, you know, my, my, my little fucking savage heart, you know, I just feel terrible <laughs> for all those people that ever thought a job was going to fucking take care of them. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, I mean, I mean, really, though, dude, like that is I mean, if there was anything that fucking just completely disproves this fucking myth of job security, dude. I oh, mean, yeah. this Imagine, is it right uh, here. If I have ever heard it, people. Yeah, heard healthcare. it here. Quarantine cast episode seven. YB, my dude, coming through with the truth, bro. Like y'all, bro. No, no fuck. No nurses safe. No fucking doctor and all that shit. All these specialized fucking this and that. Like not even that, bro, is safe, man. Nobody's you know, safe. like nobody's safe, dude. That's why you've got to have multiple unrelated sources of income that is what ray dalio says is the uh holy grail of investing he calls it which is 15 i think it's like 12 to 15 uh unrelated sources of income man and um yeah the world's always changing you need to that is just i'm fucking mind blown dude i don't even i don't even know what to say about that bro like you you fucking you got me dude that's crazy yeah, man. Yeah. Well, what else? YB? What? What? What other fucking? <laughs> what other insider knowledge do you have, sir? Insider knowledge. <laughs> oh man. Do have you have you been reading about like, like the, well, like performance of the market? How, like, how like now gold follows the the equity market? Like, I think that's crazy. I mean, it makes sense. Well, like gold, like. These are usually haven assets, like the yen, the gold, right. silver, and shit like that. Like when the S and P, when it follows an equity, the equity market, when bonds the same equities, like that's when this is when like markets markets aren't supposed to behave that way. We look right. At like I don't understand. I mean. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, I haven't, I haven't personally, but like, I, uh, I do know one trader that I met at 10x that this dude is just a fucking mad scientist, genius type dude that, uh, like, you know, spent like millions of dollars developing algorithms and shit to trade gold, oil, shit like that. Yeah. And I've heard him saying, like, he's like, levels are not being respected. Shit is fucked. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. It's, uh, I think it's really fucking interesting how the market has behaved the past month. Like, did you hear? Uh, so Ray Dalio, his his uh-huh. major fund, I forgot what it's called, 
it went down like oh uh, i know it's like alpha something yeah the alpha alpha something fun and it's like yep. it's supposed to like counter all weathers like matter what market market conditions uh-huh. it, it always yep. goes up it went down like 20 percent this year no Oh my like, god! And like his fund was supposed to be like perfectly hedged out. Uh, like when when one uh, ass, when asset class goes up, the other or the asset class goes down. Mm-hmm. The other one goes, mm-hmm. It's like a perfect perfect counterbalance. All that, but you know what, man? <clears throat> you know what, bro? I fucking let's let's cut this shit right here, dude. You know what this is, bro? This is you know. You can fucking do all the calculations you fucking want, bro. But when some wacky ass shit like this comes a through, shit is gonna act irrationally, bro. The markets are irrational, and you know I'm yeah. sure I'm I'm sure our man Ray was like accounting for like you know you know one or two or maybe even three sta- whole standard deviations. Right for yeah. fucking account, uh, uh, fucking irrationality. I mean, I'm sure he had a, a nice Z score to go with it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But goddamn it, bro, you just cannot predict fucking everything. You can't. They that, call bro, it. that's what, like every single one of my trades, bro. Like I, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck is gonna happen. I don't know. With all of my experience over a year of doing it, bro, it's all just probability. Yeah, I mean, it's, every trade is like, hey, let's see. We're gonna see. We're gonna find out. Yeah, it's uh they call this this an uh, an eight sigma event right now, with what the markets do. What, what the, the market... fuck does that mean? That sounds like Armageddon. That sounds like mathematical Armageddon. <laughs> uh, so like one sigma, it's a uh, it's just in statistics. Uh, I can't, I can't like I can't like articulately articulately define this, but like a sigma event is like a one sigma event is. I think on the Z, on the standard distribution curve, and like uh, you have like the 60, 68% and then 99. Uh-huh. Like, yep. And like you have like a one sigma, two sigma, three, which like a three sigma is like 99% probability. And then when you have an eight sigma oh. event, it's like very, very, it's at the end of the tail curve. Oh, Jesus Christ, an eight. No, dude, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's the fucking, I think that's the Z, well, something, like this, a, a Z score of three is like fucked. Like, it's like a 99, or, yeah, or yeah, a yeah. deviation of three is the 99, it's like 99% yeah. surety or, 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 or deviation. Yeah, yeah. Dude, so one sigma is like 69, like and eight. Eight. so on and so forth until eight. Yeah. I didn't even know eight existed, bro. Fuck, Holy I didn't either. <laughs> Holy shit! So they're saying this shit is like, like, like nine thousand percent fucked. Is basically like, oh, well, like, yeah. If you think about like the crash of nineteen eighty-seven, and that was a that was a multiple sigma event too, and they they said something about like the stars would uh, would it, like blow up like a couple million times, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Oh no, they said um if. If we, if time persisted for like billions and billions and billions of years, like this event still would not have happened, uh, in like probability. What the fuck? <laughs> oh my god, dude, we're in the twilight zone, bro. <laughs> we are in the twilight zone. But how how does like relate back to scalping? Um, so I was thinking, like in in events uh-huh. like this, mm-hmm. 
you have to think of yourself as a casino. And that goes back to the yeah. book, the Zurich Axiom that I read a long time ago. Like when you're trading, you're literally just a casino. You have to position yourself where you have to win more than 51% of the time, but with these like management fees and like trading fees and shit like that. That's be like funny, 65%, dude. 70% of the time. No, that's literally exactly what I teach my traders is, is how to trade like the casino gambles. The house always wins. Oh, nice. That's yeah. Yeah, literally. I mean, yeah, if, yeah, we have to follow our edge in every single trade. Yeah. And, and that's exactly how, uh, like you're saying. I, and you know what, dude? I'm so glad you brought all of this up, dude, because my traders are still making money. Why? Because we're scalping. And, you, you know, you as somebody that has a background in scalping, you know, crypto, I mean, I, I, I mean, I would, bro, because to me, the way I look at it, bro, the longer you're in a trade, the more risk you have. Yeah, like, for sure. The long, you know, that's literally how you calculate a risk profile. Dude, fucking, like, the amount of money you have in the yep. trade times the amount of time, that's how much risk you have in there. And so I, I just can't even imagine trading any other way. I don't know how you could possibly claim to know what the fuck is going to happen. In, on on any you know a week from now right yeah. you know a month from now play okay, you know, overnight dude swing trade. overnight i lost like hundred dollars last week uh when the market got down oh, remember that sunday week. last sunday yeah i was in a position yeah. um in rrr which is a it's like a vegas holding company so it's a resort oh, of course you're fucking down bro fucking rrr and it went down 30 percent over the weekend oh Oh my God! It went down thirty thirty fucking percent in- over the weekend, <laughs> and I was uh, I was doing like some short term trades, and like, dude, fuck, I'm not holding over the weekend unless it's a long term play now. Like, I, I yeah, my yeah. dude, I- <laughs> it was literally like a it was a small position too. It was only like two thousand dollars, and okay, bro. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, dude. I don't know why Derek talks fucking shit on day trading. Fucking short stocks, bro. Like, you know well, what I'm saying? Have, have like, you heard about I don't the... know if you were there, dude. When I when I did my presentation on the yeah. fucking stage. no, I, yeah, I, I heard he he uh yeah. he, he talked like briefly about it. I remember that. Yeah, it was, it was like fuck your day trading basically, and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then we hear him on the call. Yeah, I fucking shorted some stocks the other day. Right. Well, well, it's just like it's a matter of time frame, right? Right, you have, right, right. You have invest like a day trader literally gets in and gets out, no overnight exposure. They they get in, they get out that same day, and then you have like swing traders, right? Could be yeah. like a couple days to a week, and you have like the trend traders, and like it, it goes. There's like there, there's different different types of traders trade different time frames and it's not like yeah. one is wrong or one is right it's just that's on... what i'm saying bro if you have the temperament for it then like when i was doing trend trading like i wasn't that profitable because i wasn't the type of trader to trade trends for right. like I, I can't fucking watch like a daily chart i don't have the fucking temperament to, to trade Jesus on a daily Christ. chart. like i see it on oh jesus and when I was doing, when I was scalping, I was able to see these opportunities that the other other people wasn't able to see in the market, and that was why mm-hmm. I was profitable when I was training scalps. I was reading, I was reading the level two, and I saw these like, I saw these little. Well, I was doing um, correlation trading actually, sure. along with scalps. So like, I was following, uh, I was following the BTC USD pair, and then I was trading the alt pairs as well. And so I was following sure. a lot of these correlations 
and like yeah. I was able to identify these opportunities and move in before the b- before the other traders got in. And yeah. yeah, there's so many different ways to trade, but I think Derek, what he does is uh, longer term trades. So a hedge fund typically gets in and gets out of position within mm-hmm. it. Uh, the typical time frame is around like 90 days, 90 to 120 days. An oh. investor is longer term. So it all just varies on what you want to do. No, I think you're exactly right, man. And but for, I think what I, what, yeah. I, what I like what I like about scout trading, dude, is that like you are actually seeing the opportunity in real time. Yeah, like literally, like orders going through on the level two time and sales that like you like if you were just staring at a daily chart, like that you, you would just never fucking see. And you know, I mean, I don't know, man. You know, maybe some of these, you know, maybe you know, like institutional investors you know the 90 day window maybe you know things like Derek is doing you know maybe a a week or two long swing trade type shit you know maybe they also feel like they're seeing this shit in real time i don't know but i you know i wouldn't want to like put my position in and like be like all right well i'll check back in a week like yeah i was just fucking (laughs) you know like I, i mean that's that's insane to me bro because like i'm getting in as i'm literally seeing it in real time go up and I'm getting out as I'm seeing it still going up. I'm not trying to capture the whole move. Right. The longer the longer you're in a position, the longer the more variance <laughs> there is, the more the more shit can go wrong. Dude, and I just like with the way that the small cap market moves, man. I mean, that, I think that probably is like colored some of my ways of seeing. Yeah, you because know, dude, I like low float stocks, right? You know, yeah. Low flow, easier the price moves. Yeah. So I mean, you would just. I, I, I just couldn't even I, I, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even joke about staying in a position overnight, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, bro, even, you know, even some, you know, nice big company, bro, just because of with the way like things happen, bro, things happen so fast. You can't just put your money in Ford and like call it good. Like Ford should get fucked by Tesla. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, right. it's just there's shit that happens nowadays that didn't happen at least at the rate that it happens now you know back in the you know 70s 80s and 90s when it was like oh just buy gm like or or ge or whatever and you know your your money's good right it's one of those you know big you know i mean i get you know some probably what people would think of now is like apple you know the fang stock right right? yeah 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 what what is the f1 i forget facebook apple Ah. uh i don't know the rest yeah, Netflix, Google. Yeah, yeah Netflix. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's probably, you know, what people in our uh, generation would think of as to what I'm referring to. But, like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, even those, bro. I mean, like, I mean, dude, we've, you've seen Tesla run up to fucking, you know, seven, eight. I don't even know like what a, it was. It was seven, close to 1,000, dude. Now it's like 350. Yeah. And not, yeah, exactly. It's like back, back down to 300, yeah. you know. And, I mean, it's just like. I don't, I think markets are just more volatile than ever just because of, you know, the amount of like trading apps there are, you know, how many, you know, people like myself that are like trading coaches or people that, you know, put out courses, like there's just never been more fuckery in the market. And so for people to think that they can just like stick their, bro, I've had, I had a, I had a CEO of a multi-million dollar company come to me and hire me and. He said he was a long, he was a um, long-term buy and hold investor, mm-hmm. and he said he never made any money. Oh, you know? Did you? Yeah. Like the past three years, or uh, what was it for? How long has Trump been elected? Like all the gains uh, since Trump's yeah. been elected has been wiped. 
<laughs> the past three plus That's years. So fuck. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. Wiped. Like we're back at S and P's back in what like twenty two now? Twenty twenty three. It was twenty two fifty is when it closed today. Dude, I remember when I was like eighteen, it was like it was around, it was like less than twenty thousand. But no, it's funny, you know, you bring up Trump because like one one thing I say on my Instagram all the goddamn time just to like prove my point that I love the fact that my all of my money is out of the market every day. Yeah. When I close my laptop, my shit is good. I don't it's give safe. a damn what Trump tweets. Yep. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't give a shit what Trump tweets or what fucking law changes, the fucking virus, the fuck. Like, like, literally, I don't. I don't think people understand. Like, literally, none of this has affected me. Yeah, and I'm a fucking day trader. Okay, like, I don't. I don't know how to you know communicate that. Like, you know. Yeah, there's no overnight exposure. It doesn't give. Doesn't fucking matter if someone gets snooped tomorrow or someone gets assassinated tomorrow. Like you, yeah. you don't run the risk. No, even bro, it's safer than fucking real estate. What's oh, happening yeah. to real estate right now? Real estate is so oh. illiquid. Um, do you look into R- all the REITs? Like it's fucking oh, crashing. Implode. Yeah, for anybody, for anybody that doesn't know, yeah, that's that's real estate investment trusts, right? Yep. Yeah, and th- yeah, that shit's bro. Like, I mean, I don't know if you've ever owned property, man, but I mean, uh, that shit doesn't fucking sell overnight. Dude, even if you're in a good market, bro, if you're in a hot market, that shit's still going to take 10 days to close. Yep. And who the fuck knows what's going to happen in those 10 days? Anything could happen. Like, the fuck? There's a, there could be a fucking earthquake. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, bro, literally. <laughs> literally, dude. Like, yeah. Like, you just don't know. And so that's why, I mean, what, I'm, what I do has this, like, high-risk, you know – fucking i can't think of the word right now like fallacy kind of shit around it like ooh, you know why you know why day traders have a bad rep because they've all blown up in a count or two yeah because you hear about the 90 90 90 rule what is that the, the 90 90 90 rule um they got they stole it from the hivs which is like 90 percent of hiv people like die within 90 days or some shit but the, for traders, they, they stole that and they put it in trading, which is 90% of day traders lose 90% of their portfolio within 90 days. Wow. And that was like yeah. a statistic. I mean, it's not too far from the truth. I and mean, I can see how that would fucking happen. Yeah. I it's... can definitely. And then, so what is like, what is it 10? Like how fucking like 10% of traders survive or whatever? Yeah. Did you, did you hear Derek say like, 93% of day traders lose or like are not profitable or some some statistic. Oh yeah yeah no, yeah. I don't know. I think I probably just tuned it out at some point. <laughs> I was like whatever, Derek. <laughs> Fucking what is this is where we draw the line our sex cult, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, dude. Whatever, no, man. No, I, I mean prof- I know, dude. And- definitely a lot of opportunities. What, what whatever you trade, scalping or a swing trend, long term long-term buy and hold like there's a lot of opportunities out there and no it's only scalping <laughs> <laughs> buy my shit <laughs> yeah scalp scalp but uh scalp, no, I, I know i know you're profitable and like that's very rare to find yeah. like any traders that are actually profitable nowadays uh, well man it's because i literally only take one green trade a day 
Yeah. Like, I, and I don't care what amount of money, like, right? Like, it's, it's all, I, I've, I've mind-fucked myself into this place that it allows me to be profitable. And that's, you know, what literally what I teach. So. Yeah. No, I believe you. Yeah. Like, it's trading, trading's hard when you have to learn by yourself. But, um, yeah, dude. Yeah, you need mentors. I mean, you need mentors. Bro, I mean, think about this, bro. Like, um, so me and all of my clients all trade on a live trading Zoom call every morning together. Uh-huh. Right. And then we have, we go, I literally talk to every single person and we go over their trades. And then I have them go write a, a journal post in the Facebook group, our private Facebook group. Yeah. And I go give real feedback to them every day dude you know like trading is so familiar like it's uh, no sorry it's so similar to game like learning it like the process the journey everything mm-hmm. yeah i mean could you like i mean dude like there's no course out there that fucking does this for people you no. know like yeah. like nobody fucking like bro like i can't tell you how many people that kind of like yourself that like they, they they had some success maybe some failure this or that but like they've never had anybody like hold them accountable to the fucking rules oh, every yeah. day. Right. Yeah. Like, dude, ju- I mean, just <clears throat> that is worth fucking five grand, bro. Oh yeah. You need a, so, like find something that some find something that works and then an accountability system to keep doing it. Exactly, man. I mean, and then also to like force these people to, to prove the strategy to themselves and to me in the sim bro that, that that's worth whatever money they were gonna go spend on trading right yeah like fucking forcing them through that process by hiring me dude is is, is i mean dude that can save some people all of their life savings so if they think that they're so uh-huh. so when your students buy your course do they do you do you give them like a systematized approach or do you teach them like oh these are things you have to focus on these are things you have to you have to do and then when this is, these are things you have to do when you see this and like right right so i mean it's yeah it's not so much a course as it is just like a like a live mentorship right like right. we do group calls five days a week um yeah like I, there is 20 hours worth of learning material but i mean it's just like your standard technical stuff but it's like only the stuff they would need to know gotcha. right not not every other fucking indicator there ever was yeah. to confuse the shit out of them like they would if they just tried to go figure the shit out on their yeah, own a lot a lot of it doesn't work like no, yeah, because, most of it, bro. Like, I li- I literally use fucking like three indicators on my chart. Dude, I don't even use any indicators. I use, <laughs> you know, fuck that. Dude. I just fucking I trade vanilla, volume, gangster, volume, and um, yeah, volume and then price action. That's it. I mean, that's <laughs> you know, you don't need a whole lot, man. I mean, like, <laughs> like, dog. yeah, like a lot of these indicators are, they're they're created at a time when. Market market conditions were very different, like in the eighties, seventies, nineties, and like markets don't trade like that anymore. Right, bro. When you when you had to have a little like a, a roll of paper to to actually print the tape out. Yeah, like right? the fucking ha- the hand signals, the open pit. Yeah. And like the Dude. and like with decimalization and like it's just it's different players now. Different players and the game is played differently. Well, and that's what most people don't even realize is like you really couldn't even trade like this up until a few years ago. I mean, not like really, you know, yeah. I mean, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago, tops, you you know, you could find a decent platform with 
uh, pretty, pretty real time shit. But I mean, it's just never been a better time to be uh, a scalp day trader. Yeah, the, 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 all, all the tools are there now. Like, there's no like actual disadvantage. No, man. So, anyway, man, thanks for coming on the quarantine cast, YB. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Absolutely, man. Yo, I'll get this thing uh, posted up and uh, tagged up, dude. Oh, for sure. Uh, are you gonna tell me about awesome, the book man. afterwards? <laughs> afterwards. Yeah, dude. Fucking <laughs> send me send me a DM, bro. Yeah. I'll let you know for sure. Yeah. All right. Awesome, man. Well, yo, uh, you know, you ever in Florida or I'm ever in uh, Arizona after this fucking quarantine? Let's uh, let's link oh, up for dude. sure. Yeah. Awesome. All right, YB. Talk to you soon, All right, man. Later, Phil.